0: You're listening to Good Reporters Podcast, encouraging you to use your platform and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, because Good Reporters bring good news. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Chris Edwards, aka Young like on social media. And I always forget, also, Good Reporters on social media, which, I mean, I really post the Christian content there, so why don't I just send you guys all there? Um, it's beyond me. But it's so great to have you all here today uh, for another episode. and so grateful that you guys are always listening in. It's always a blessing to me. Sincerely, I appreciate your support. So if I don't say that enough, there we go. Uh, today, the new topic, we're going to hop straight into this topic right here. This topic, it's, uh, it's helpful. It's helpful. It's something that I've needed uh, just through like situations, just thinking about it. And um, really, it's, I, I think it's great to bring to, towards everybody today. It's just amazing topic about spiritual ego i said ego, like the like a bird i don't know it sounded like it i felt like I, I said ego but it's spiritual ego and that sounds crazy i already know that so i'm gonna have to explain that like just thinking about ego all right let's throw this out here first and foremost i'm a ball player like i'm a ball player i'm not a ball player i'm a ball player I mess myself up every week, every week, every week I mess myself up and say something I really just know I shouldn't have said. Uh, but I thought about that. It's like when Jay-Z, he was like, you know, I'm not a business man. I'm a business man. Let me handle my business. And I'm just like, I thought that I could do the ball player, but I'm a ball player. It doesn't really make as much sense. It's probably like Cinderella or something. I'm a ball. I, I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, let's get back. <laughs> God be with me. Uh, forgive me if you may, cause that was terrible. Um, Okay. Anyway, so let's get back to this spiritual ego. Uh spiritual ego, excuse me. I'm going to have an issue probably saying that word a lot today. Uh but spiritual ego for me as a ball player, I think about ego. And anybody who watches basketball or even just any sports really or or even just anything really just like uh a lot of people get to where they get to just because of their ego, like, realistically, right? Like, there's, there's a lot of people, they say things like, oh, if you met your favorite celebrity, you probably really wouldn't have appreciated meeting him uh, because he's probably a jerk. Or, you know, if you met somebody um, and you played on the same team, as I said, Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan, like, their ego might have been too much for you because they're like, I'm the best, you know what, like, everybody follow my lead. And sometimes, it, because it was great with the heart and, like, you know, they're trying to get better, uh... Some people didn't like it. It rubbed some people the wrong way. And even when you think about like just connecting people uh, who have an ego, it's like, you know, they think, oh, well, LeBron James, uh, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, or Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, and this person, Kevin Durant, all these people. Like, if you add them together, they always say, oh, I wonder how that's gonna go because that's three great players, and all three of them must have their own egos. You have to put your own ego aside in order to make this work. and that's usually how you think about it. It's like, yeah, hey, like he, he's like, I'm Kevin Durant. I'm the greatest scorer. You know, I've done this. This person's like, I'm LeBron James. You know, I'm, I'm the best player potentially of all time. Uh, I've done this. And then this person's thinking, I'm Steph Curry. I'm the best shooter of all time. You know, some of them have a lot of humble nature, and some of them really just have egos that you can't knock. You know, that's, I don't know who's that, you know, but like, that's just, that's just a fact. And so some people concern over. We'll all like they say, Russell Westbrook now. He's on the Lakers. Shout out to the Lakers now for getting Russell Westbrook. That's looking like a championship. And for people who don't like basketball, I'm sorry I'm going into it like this, but it's looking like a chip. Then again, Brooklyn's looking pretty good. It's all egos all around, though. a lot of great players. And the question sometimes is say for Westbrook, maybe he's a strong-headed player. He's just very aggressive, very tough. Is like, can he put his ego aside to help his team win a championship? Um, and so we're just thinking about an ego. You usually think somebody has a big head or you think of... Um, was it Brainiac or Megadome? You think of somebody just with like a really big head uh, who's just so full of themselves and things like that. Um, but it was a good take. And I was listening to Carmelo Anthony. who's was my favorite basketball player. Um, Shouts to him. He's on the Lakers too. So, you know, and, and, and he's playing right now. And as he's playing, as he's going to play for the Lakers, um, he was doing like a little interview. I think it was before he even joined. So it doesn't matter why I mentioned the Lakers. I just want to see them win. Um, but he did an interview and I remember him saying that coach K and I believe it was Carmelo if it wasn't forgive me. Uh, but he said that, that coach K when they did team USA, uh, he, he said something to the team, which is abnormal to what most people say to their team. Uh, coaches usually want to see camaraderie or just togetherness or what have you. So they'll say, Hey, you know, everybody leave their egos at the door today. We're going to come together as a team. Um, but what he heard Coach K say, which he said it was, it was really different, but it helped a lot, was he said, everybody, bring your egos. You know, it's like this exact opposite of what you would think when you want to see some sort of togetherness, right? It's like, bring your egos to the door. Bring your egos. And that surprised him. That surprised a lot of people, I'm sure. But guess what? It was effective because they won. And, and so that mindset of what he had was bring your egos. But why? Because your ego is what made you who you are. Right? Like, your ego, like you're not Carmelo Anthony without your ego. You know, good or bad. You know, there's some bad parts, I'm sure. You know, you're not LeBron James without your ego. You're not Kobe Bryant without your ego. You know what I mean? You let, if you let somebody tell Kobe Bryant that he, you know, shouldn't be Kobe Bryant or pass the ball, pass the ball, and he just passes to everybody, what happens is if you lose your ego or if you let your ego go, in a sense, you defer. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, hey, like, you know, I'm just, you know, like, that's just, you know what I mean? Sometimes you're just going to pass it off. Oh, I'm open, but he's a little more open. Like, sometimes you got to have a little bit of ego to take that shot. You got to have a little bit of ego to be like, I want the ball. Give me the balls. Last second, I'm LeBron. Give me, give me, I'm Kobe. Like, you know, give it to me. Sometimes you have to have that ego, and sometimes it's really okay to have that ego because at least you know who you are. And that's where we come from with the spiritual ego. Um, all that to say that. Spiritually, you have to know who you are. And for, for me, that's something I've been thinking about So long, and it's something I I think we're always gonna be thinking about to the end of end of time. Really, like I was like I I had this situation. I was I was watching this YouTube video, and um, some guy was just like breaking down a video of like how a lady and a man they forgave their children for trying to kill them, and they were Christian family and stuff like that. And you know, you know whether we like what the details behind it—that's another story. Um, but real, reality-wise, he was like an atheist or just didn't believe in religion. He was just breaking it down, and the way he was crushing them was just like, you know, um, you just gotta, like, you know, this is what I don't like about Christian folk or, you know, black folks bringing Christianity into this is because, you know, they start to defer and they start to become um, just so passive or they're just passive and they just let things happen to them. How are you forgiving those kids? If those were my kids, I would've killed them. You know, this is why I don't believe in religion. And all that stuff, and to me, honestly, it kind of discouraged me a bit. Like, listening to it, I was like, man, like, his kids did try to kill them. It did look a little passive. And 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 in a sense, I was just like, you know, just looking at it and I'm just like, man. And like, I would think about it. I know the enemy was trying to attack me in that sense. Um, and what I had to do in that situation was, I mean, hear his point of view, sure, whatever. Um, you know, don't, you know, do anything and just like push everybody under the bus or just like not listen. But at the same time, I still had to have a sense of a spiritual ego in that situation. How? I'll explain that right now. A spiritual ego for me says, I'm not going to defer, just because somebody else doesn't believe in you, like, you know what I mean, like, if your faith is that easily compromisable, like, where it's like, you know, somebody mentions, oh, this is why I don't like religion, because you can't have sex outside of marriage, and you're just sitting there like, hmm, it is kind of (laughs) restrictive, you know what I mean, like, you're just sitting there like, hmm, it would be nice to have no boundaries and what have you, and and you kind of just let your spirituality kind of, like, go by the wayside, and, like, it's good to hear, it's good to listen, it's good to but there has to be a level of spiritual ego in us that says like I know who I am. You know what I mean? Like kind of like that so I know who I am. Like I love that song and I was singing it today and I was hitting vocal vocal notes I didn't even realize I could hit. Um so shout outs to the Holy Spirit for putting that in me. <laughs> but like I was just singing that song and it just kind of had to remind me like that I know who I am. Um I am yours, I am yours. Like and you are mine. Like that's just a reminder of who you are but if Kobe Bryant forgot who he was and was just like, hmm, maybe I'm just an average person, maybe I'm just a passer or something like that. You're not getting paid to be the passer. You're not, you know, you're not, you're not the leader of this team to be a passer. You didn't win your championships being a passer. So if he just turns around and somebody's like, you should be a passer, and he's like, okay, I hear you, and just defers and loses his ego completely, he becomes somebody he's not supposed to be. Um, and that same thing goes for us spiritually. Um, I think for me, I, I started getting discouraged a bit, and I was like, like for real as a human being, I got a little discouraged, and I was like, man, like. It's crazy. You know, I start thinking about that. Like, you know, people will be like, oh, there's all these things going on in the world, and when God knows this, then why is he letting this happen? And then you just start thinking, man, like, there's a lot of stuff going on. Is this person gonna go to hell? Like, what if I lose this person? They didn't say yes to God. Like, am I gonna have my no family? And you start thinking, and if you're not careful, this is I mean, the enemy attacks us in so many ways, but this is this is usually attacks. Like the enemy will try to use things that'll really What's the word I'm looking for? Play to, I guess, play to the nature of who you are. If they know you're very friendly and nice and care about people, they'll use people in a way to make you feel bad about people and, and, and the they'll use that to like try to deter you. And if you don't have spiritual endurance and spiritual ego, in a sense, and this is the word I'm just creating here, spiritual ego, you kind of defer and forget who you are. And so that's the main point. That's a very big point. I would write that down. Like If you do not have spiritual ego, Meaning that you know who you are. Like, sometimes you got to say, look, enemy, you tried that one. Like, that sounded kind of convincing, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not passing this. I'm not deferring to you. Like, reality-wise, I know who I am. And in this moment, I know what I got to do, and I know that the word says, and I know as a believer who I have to be. Uh, spiritual ego. You know, don't pass that ball, Kobe, if you know you Kobe. Like, he has an ego for me. He got, his ego got him there. Some people are like, I could be Kobe. No, you couldn't because you didn't have the mindset. You might, have had, you might have had some skill, but you, you didn't have the mindset. You didn't have that mamba mentality. Um, and that's a fact, and that's so true. And so I'm thinking about that. Um, and let me go to the handy-dandy phone because, you know, there's some, there's some major points here with that. And I also want to show you, I think it's important, too, to show you not just um, what spiritual endurance is. Um, I mean, excuse me, not spiritual ego. What spiritual ego is but also what spiritual ego is not. So we can make it pretty clear. And this is just like, I mean, it's not a biblical, like there's no spiritual ego in the Bible, spiritual ego in the Bible, but there's an ego in human life. You know, we all know what an ego is and I just want to mesh those two words together and see how I can just show you, even through scripture, what that could look like. Um, And so here's what a spiritual ego is, or excuse me, what a spiritual ego isn't. Uh, it's like First Corinthians twelve and if you remember First Corinthians as a whole, um and if you don't I'll just explain it a bit. There's this through there going through a lot of like spiritual gifts and loving like you know everyone knows first corinthians chapter 13 and it's about loving everybody and if you have all these things if you you know have this gift and you could speak in tongues and you could you know heal the lame and all these things but you don't have love you have nothing the reason for that conversation even in first corinthians 13 is because that's what was going on people were, were were looking at themselves and saying ah but i speak in tongues and uh ah and i have this gift of prophecy and you know and it's like well we're all a member of the same body so i think like it's like just because you have a spiritual ego it don't mean that you're gonna sit there and be like yo like i want to be the best christian on earth like you know and like no we're all part of the same team you know what i mean like i gave kobe analogy i gave lebron analogy but they still have teammates right and if lebron scores 15 and he passes to somebody they don't catch it it goes out of bounds they still could lose so it's like you know we need each other and that's how uh i'm gonna i'm gonna get a little ahead of myself and start hopping into first corinthians 12 but that's how it says in that scripture um, that, you know, we all like, uh, there's paraphrasing a bit here, but we're all a part of the body. And even in just through 12, it says that we're all like, it, the foot can't say like, I'm not a part of the, I'm not the eye. So I'm not a part, like you still matter. Um, and so I, I can't be looking at myself and saying like, I'm a, I'm a Christian and you know, the pastor is, is killing it up on stage. But you know, I got that spiritual ego. So watch your seat pastor, because I'm coming. But what if you're called to be an usher? You know what I mean? But, like, you got to still have your spiritual ego in your usher because when that lady is like, I'm not sitting there, nah, uh, uh, you got to <laughs> you gotta let her know. You got to let her know. You got to let her know. You about, you about to sit there. And that's your gift. That's your calling. You are the head usher. You know what I mean? Like, you are the most, you know, peaceful, graceful usher. There's something about that gift. You just tell somebody, hey, uh, you know, I'm sorry, but you can't sit next to your, you know, next to the pastor over there. You have to sit on this side. And they'll be like, ah, oh, okay, because you're gifting. You know what I mean? Stay, like, and, and that would be the same, like, stay in your lane when you have spiritual ego, right? It's just, like, stay in your lane. If you, if you know that you're a role player, have an ego of a role player. You know, if you, if you know that you're a believer, have the ego of a believer, which means that don't lose sight of, you know, loving one another. That's a part of being a believer. Don't lose sight of, you know, uh, uh sharing and giving, and, you know, these are part of all, all these things, but also know who you are in Christ, and so that's, like, the thing. Don't, Don't make a spiritual ego into something competitive because it's not. In a sense, you know, it's like I know who I am. That's where I'm going with it, but it's not competitive. It's not like, pastor, I got your seat. I'm going to be your pastor. You might not even be called to be a pastor. Stay in your lane. You know what I mean? Stay in your lane when you have a spiritual ego and let your ego shine in that area. Um, And so it's different. I know it's like unorthodox teaching, Um, but it's the truth, and I think it's going to help a lot. And so here's what a spiritual ego isn't. First uh, Corinthians, chapter 12, verses four through 12. I'll try to skip through as quick as I can. It says there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it's the same God who does the work. does this work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can each help so we can help each other. Remember that so we can help each other. That's vital. Uh, to one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same spirit gives, a great, faith, uh, gives great faith to another. And to some, someone else, the one spirit uh, gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. Uh, he gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. The human body, and this is the part, remember this and hear this clearly, the human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So so it is with the body of Christ. And that's, and that's being brought up, like I said, so you could understand that there's so many different things we can do as believers. Um, but don't just try to be, oh, I got spiritual ego now, so I'm just going to, I'm going to be the guy who speaks to this message. I'm going to be the prophet. I'm going to be all that Like, that may not be what you're called to be, you know, and that may not be what you're asked to do. And so I bring that up to say this. If you're understanding your your spiritual ego, you would understand your role. Like, you would have to understand. Like, look, I'm a believer, but I have the gift of speaking. You know, so and, and if I have it, like, and I know the, in the scripture, I'm paraphrasing again, there's a scripture that says that if you if you could teach you know, teach with all you can. Like if you can give, if your gift is giving, then give generously. And um, it goes similar to that. So spiritual ego, I'm just, I just want to remind you all what it is not is it's not trying to have every gift in the word. What it's not it is not trying to, to, to be the pastor, to be the prophet, to be all of these things and say, I'm going a, I'm to a take over because I have all these gifts. And that's what was happening in the scripture in 1 Corinthians, uh, that they were just trying to, ah, I'm this. Like I'm not saying take over, but like I'm this and, you know, I have this. And like you're, if you have all those things and you don't have love, it doesn't even matter. Um, but if that is your gift, own it, hone it, you know, grow it and, and use it, do it generously and do it knowing who you are. Do it knowing that I have the gift of speaking. So know that. So when the enemy says, "Oh, you're not really supposed to be teaching, right?" Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry, Satan. Like, are you are, are you a speaker? Like, you know what I mean? I'm oh sorry, Satan. Do you have the gift of prop? Oh, okay, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's where ego comes in. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm going with it. And what it's not is trying to take over any other you spot or make it a competitive thing. Um, and so here's what a spiritual ego is. And this is important because it's like when Jesus was being tempted by the enemy. And I know we hear this story so many times, he's walking in the desert, you know, he's, 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 he's been fasting for 40 days, uh, 40 nights and you know, what have you. An enemy comes and tries to tempted. Um, and this is Matthew four verses one through 11 and it says, then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted, uh, there by the devil for 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became very hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, the first lie, if you are the son of God, Tell the stones to be become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, no, the scriptures say, or naturally as it is, because this is an NLT, it say it is written, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that becomes, that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city, uh, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple and said, if you are the son of God, jump off. But the scriptures say he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. And Jesus said again, the scriptures also say you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil told him to peek. And that's the second one. And third, it says, next, uh, the devil told him. uh, Bag, I lost my spot. Uh, Sorry. It says, uh, next, the devil told him to peek off of the very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. I will give give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus said. Jesus told him. For the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. And the devil went away. You know he fleet. get out of here, Satan. And angels came back and took care of Jesus. Um, man. Like I, I just want to stop for a second and show you, that's what spiritual ego is. Because Jesus never one time deferred to the enemy, right? Like he was just like, like I'm I'm the Son of Man, I'm Jesus. You know what I mean? Like he didn't say it in no cocky way. And remember that the Bible says that. Like you know, those who humble themselves, those who those who um those who are humble will be exalted, and those who exalt themselves will be humbled. And and I don't remember what scripture that is, but, you know, you could Google that. And and that's what's going on here, too, because Jesus is not losing his humble nature, right? When you have a spiritual ego, it's important to note Jesus didn't lose his humble nature. He didn't lose his grace. He didn't lose his, the way he operates. But there's so many times in the Bible where Jesus says, like, look, I know what I'm called to do. I'm here to do my father's work. You know what I mean? I know what I am. I know who I am. And it never had to come off disrespectful or rude. You know, don't don't heal these people on the Sabbath. Like I, I'm here for this. Like don't do it on the Sabbath day. Like I, I know who I am. Like don't don't take so many shots, Kobe. Uh, like I'm. If I don't, we're not winning. LeBron, why are you passing so much? If I'm not like this, we don't go to the finals so many times. Like it's it's an understanding of the fact that your ego should have you in your own lane, but at the same time, that spiritual ego, if you can use it properly and you don't let it become a bad thing. It could say, I'm not going to defer. And so that's where we're coming at with this. Do not defer spiritually. Because when you do that, the moment the enemy attacks, he knows he can just get you off your game. You know what I mean? Like the moment he attacks, he's like, this person doesn't have any spiritual ego. They don't know who they are. They're not like, look, I'm sorry, but I'm a child of God. Like, you know what I mean? They, I could just tempt him. I could just test him. And he's just going to be like, you know what? That does make sense. Like I could just show him this sad thing and going on in this area. And he could just be like, you know what? Where is God then? You know, and, and, we have to have a spiritual ego, so nobody can knock us off of our game. And so that was something I just like. I really just wanted to bring that all to you, um, because I just thought it was important. I thought it was vital, and I thought that it could be used. And I thought that everybody should have to hear that. Um, and it really impacts me, and it really makes me think differently. And it kind of got me a little
1: buck, you know what I mean?
0: Like a little buck. It got me moving a little different. It got me like, you know, uh, you know when I, when things arise. And I'm not saying I'm perfect because when things arise, sometimes it's easy to get you down. But I kinda almost just wanna run in my room and just get to God and be like, look, something's hey, look, something's attacking me right now that's trying to take me off of who I know I am and and I'm starting to feel it or I might even start being able to believe it and I gotta get back to God and and just like Jesus did here, like that's what spiritual ego looks like. Like, look, like, I know, like, because it's written, like Jesus said that. I mean God said this is wrong. Like, you know, this is not right. This is here in the Bible. Like you're trying me, but like at the same time, like I know, like I already know, so you're not gonna fool me. Uh, And so that's just, that's just why I wanted to have it at. Like have a spiritual ego, be strong in the way that you operate uh, as a believer of Christ, not because you're so great, but because God is so great. Uh, And that's just something I wanted to leave you with. And what I do also want to leave you with, because this is the new segment. It is Christian dad jokes, dad jokes, dad jokes. That's how I'm gonna do the segment. I'm gonna try to do that every single time. If I don't because I was running out of breath because right now I'm running out of breath. Uh, But we're going to Christian dad jokes, this segment right here. I'm trying to add this in at every episode to just give you one corny Christian dad joke and just leave. Like, you know what I mean? Like drop it off on you and just go. Um, All right, so this Christian dad joke right here says, uh, which servant of God was the worst lawbreaker in the Bible? Moses, because he broke all 10 commandments at once. Alrighty, everybody. (laughs) Take care. Be a good reporter. Don't forget to be a good reporter because good reporters bring good news. God bless you.